Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. And the LGT hype train is leaving the station and we are commencing the... Well, I'm not commencing. Continuing the hype around the Invitational, which this year is a Pro-Am special. What we mean by that, of course, is that we have one bracket with, quote, pros and one at bracket with, quote, amateurs. So the way this is working is there are eight players in each bracket. They will be playing three games that will determine the winner of that bracket and then the winner of each bracket will play each other to find out whether the pros are better than the ams or the ams are better than the pros for those of you that have been following on facebook we have revealed a couple of these gentlemen already but today we have the full lineup of the pros and tomorrow we'll be releasing the lineup of the ams but before we get into that just a couple of bits of lgt admin so for those of you that have been waiting with bated breath for us to update our maps and missions following our last super major the lead super major has now concluded we've been through all the feedback thank you to everyone who submitted that we've also been doing a bit of additional play testing in-house as well as soliciting feedback from all you lovely ladies and gentlemen and those maps have been updated they're broadly in line with where they're going to be for the remainder of the season as we see it so the philosophy that has guided the decision making around those design choices is broadly in line with where we expect 10th edition to need to have maps in terms of how it interacts with balance. Of course, this slight positioning of things here and there might change. We might rotate a piece a little bit here, a little bit there, move it an inch forwards, move it an inch backwards, do a bit of the hokey pokey, but that's all going to be based on play-tested feedback. So if you do have a bunch of games under your belt with these new maps, please send us your feedback. If you think something needs to move an inch here or there, please let us know. You can submit that feedback and feedback on any of our events that you want to take into account for the LGT to Warhammer tournaments at gmail.com. Now, with that admin out of the way, we're going to get into this episode. So, today I'm joined once again by Big G. How are you doing, Big G? I'm doing very well, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Looking it's forward to going through this pleasure. list of pros. Yes, yes. Well, for those of you that are familiar with the, that, that luscious voice that is coming out of your ears right now, Big G is normally joining us for Bets On. We are going to do a Bets On episode for the Invitational where we go through all the players and give them some odds. We'll also do an episode as we get closer to the LGT itself. But today we are just going through the lineup for the pros. So we have already announced Kyle of Pure Tide Program and Innes of StatCheck. But we have six more to announce today, and then we're going to get George's opinion on who's the best. So without further ado, we bring to you our second piece of Polish power, Tweak from Contact Lost. Those of you that watched some of the LGT content last year will be familiar with Tweak. He was doing our studio show, and he will be doing that again for the main event this year, but he is going to take part in the Invitational beforehand. He also did a lot of great coverage for the WTC recently, so you can check that out there. And of course, Contact Lost is where they broadcast their podcast, and they'll be doing a ton of LGT-related content, so make sure you check them out. Next up, we have Tom Lohman, the lowest of men, and the perennial 3 and 2 -er. 
although he has gone undefeated at one of our events more recently. Now, Tom runs a podcast called 6++ with a bunch of other guys. They are all great gentlemen, and it is a fantastic podcast, so we do recommend you check that out. If you come to our events regularly, you'll be no doubt familiar with Mr. Loman. Next up, a man who needs very little introduction, Mr. Manny Chima of Glasshammer. Now, Manny is, of course, leading the world rankings at the moment. It doesn't look like anyone is in the run to catch him up. However, of course, the LGT is going to be the most ITC points of the season last year of the whole world. And this year, probably, uh, if not the whole world, then definitely second most in the whole world. It's definitely the most so far to date. So if Manny wins this, he may indeed run away with the ITC before the season is half over. Next up, we have David Gaylard of 40k Fireside. David is a relatively newcomer to the 40k scene, although that phrase is getting a bit old now, as he's been around for about a season and a half. David has been a, I don't know, a rocket ship on his way to skyrocketing through the rankings. He's been doing very, very well. He's won a bunch of our super majors, but is yet to take home the gold at the LGT. James Grover is up next from Goonhammer. James, perhaps one of the best analysts in the 40k game. He's been a uh, ardent attender of the LGT for a number of years and has covered us extensively on Goonhammer. So if you haven't checked them out already, they are, shall we say, the yin to Statchek's yang. A bit of uh, interesting and complimentary content there. If you like Statchek, you love Goonhammer. If you love Goonhammer, why don't you go over and check Innes out on Statchek. And finally, last but not least, we have, of course, the one and only Archon himself, Paulie. Paulie from Sky Serpent. Paulie's been doing a bunch of Dark Elder-themed content for years and years. You will have seen his famous, famously beautiful orange and black I think like 1990s tribal tattoo themed, be the way I would describe them, themed Dark Eldar. They're absolutely beautiful. He's one best painted at a bunch of events as well as one of our own. So Paulie is also joining us as the eighth and final member of the pro bracket. George, why don't you give us your quick initial opinion about who we've got in that top eight? Well, we've got some um, extremely good players who are adaptable. When, what I mean by adaptable is they will jump on the bandwagon on whatever faction is the most powerful. And these are the guys who are going to be the favourites when it comes to me pricing up the bets on. Now, there's also a couple of players in there who are the opposite to that. For example, Kyle, who's extremely stubborn and he just won't move away from Tao. So he's going to be right you know, um, at the bottom of my list because he's not adaptable to the meta. He's more of a loyalist where he just supports that faction. And and that's what his podcast is all about, right? It's Pure Tide, which is just another example of that is Paulie. He just sticks to one faction. I've never seen him touch or play another faction. And that's just, um, it's going to give them a much lesser chance than someone like Manny, who's willing to play any army. And he's got everything available to him. He's even got his own personal painter that can just speed paint and have it ready within three days. So that makes me think that Manny will have all the tools. And obviously, he's got the experience and he's got the ability. So you cannot write off Manny. Um, As for David, David is... You just never know with David. He can come and he can be as good as anyone or all the best there. Or he can come and just have a shocker. And I've seen him have some shocking games and, you know, shocking tournaments for his standard. Obviously not for, for, for your average player standard, but for the standard he expects. He does, He's not always as consistent as someone like Manny. Um, Grover, well, like you said, he's a stat writer. 
Um, I think he writes a better story than he plays a better game than he does play the game. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, a great analyst. Analyst. Sorry, I can't get my words out in a moment. But um, a couple of beers. That's why. Um, but I can't write off Manny on looking at that list. And then Innes would be the other one that stands out for me. Manny and Innes. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing the amateurs. I think there's going to be some great amateurs in there that are going to give these guys a good run for their money. There is indeed. And we're going to reveal the full list of amateurs tomorrow when we do another episode similar to one today. But before we get to that, we are going to go through this list and we're going to give them a rough rough ranking about where we think they're going to come you know if this was an isolated tournament who's going to be number one who's going to be number eight this of course is not going to be the final seedings for this event we are going to do a combination of our bets on seeding and open it up to you guys and it will be a combination of one third bets on one third uktc ranking and one third public opinion so let's start before we get into seeing who is the best and who is the least best have a little look at the head-to-head. Now, anyone that's been following our Super Majors over the last couple of years will know that Innes has, for example, a very, very strong head-to-head against one Manijima. So even though he may not have the overall best performance this season, we know that in that head-to-head, he has got the upper hand more times than not. Similarly, Mr. David Gaylord of recent times is 2-0 and this year, calendar year, uh, against Mr. Manichima. So while you're, you're hyping up the glassest of hammers, uh, Mr. George, this is, is not necessarily going to be the case when it comes to where these gentlemen finish up. So let's get to it. Who do you think is going to come of all these eight players in fourth place, George? Who's going to come what middle, basically? In fourth, um, yes. Let's go for David in fourth David in fourth. Wow, strong choice there. I'm going to go for fifth, and in fifth place, I'm going to put Kyle. Now, you get a choice of third place. Where Who are you going to put in third place? Oh, third place. I'm going to go for Innes in third. Innes in third. All right. Innes, that's not very good performance, Innes. Poor you. In sixth place, I'm going to have Mr. Tweak. And in second place, who have you got? Mr. Tweak. Second place, I've got Manny Shima, Glasshammer. And I will put seventh place. Ooh, it's getting hard now. Uh, Let's go for Paulie. Paulie. Who have you got in first? Who have we got left now? Well, you're going to have to put one of them in first. So, <laughs> so, why... one. so by default, you have to put either James Grover or uh, Tom Lohman in first place. Okay, let's put let's put uh, Mr. Goonhammer himself uh, in first place. All right, gentlemen, and, uh, first. an upset. I am obviously, obviously an upset. upset. Indeed, indeed. So I am then forced to put Tom Lohman in X place. Sorry, Tom. That gives us our one to eight of in first place, James Grover, second place, Manny Chima, third place, Innes, fourth place, Mr. David Gaylard, fifth place, Kyle, sixth place, Tweak, 
seventh place Paulie and last place Tom Loman. Now, of course, this is just a bit of fun. So why don't you let us know in the comments who you think is going to win out of this top eight. The winner of this top eight will, of course, go to play the winner of the AM bracket, the eight of of these amateurs who have done exceptionally well throughout the years. This features past LGT champions as well as past undefeated players from this last season. Tomorrow we'll be going through them all in detail as well as bringing you a little bit more admin updates on the LGT itself. So, George, thank you so much for coming on. We hope to get you back tomorrow and uh, we'll hear from you soon. Great stuff. And and what's what's just one thing to add, what's gonna make this so great is that changes are like a week before the LGT. So people are gonna have literally one week to prepare their their armies in a world that probably won't have Elder or Gene C the Colt in it. Well, so George, you seem to, to have preempted my my admin update for tomorrow when of course we'll be going through the cutoff dates for different rules. The pack has not currently got a registration or rules cutoff date published, and that will be being going live tomorrow so we'll talk you through that in tomorrow's episode thanks so much for listening and good night thank you for tuning in to what's happening in 40k we hope you've enjoyed the show we'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies and of course Don't forget to subscribe for more great content from What's Happening in 40K. We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.